Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong. Hello, guys. Brought to you by Popular Demand, today we'll be doing a pilot episode of a free talk. Um, just all the whole episode is weekly update and whatever else we end up rambling about. But hopefully this will be a fun episode for you guys to listen to. And we'll also be sharing our weekly updates in depth, very in depth oh. today. <laughs> so you'll, you'll know all about what we've been up to. So Linda, do you want to start us off? <laughs> I feel like Ming should start us off with our joint activity. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I'll take it over. I'll take it from here. <laughs> no, but like haven't we heard people say before that they listen to our weekly recap and then just turn off the podcast? So now you have no excuse. You have to listen yeah, to the Yeah, now you have to keep listening. <laughs> okay. Well, our joint activity as Linda alluded to was literally like 10 minutes ago, I jumped out of her car and we uh, went with her mom to go scout or i guess they already knew where it was but we went to go get some bamboo shoots from the neighbors in the neighborhood and i guess lena you and your mom have like talked to the homeowner homeowner or the lady before so they knew we would be there but it did feel kind of like sneaky like lena was like running across the lawn to like run from <laughs> a side to side where they have their um bamboo like kind of forest like it's on either side of the house so we were like running across their lawn to get to each side but it was really fun actually it was a very wholesome outdoor activity and i felt very um linda and i were talking about this when on our walk back but it felt like very like back in high school kind of because i was like chatting up her mom when we were talking about recipes my mom was chatting up you okay she was chatting me up but i was taking it i was accepting it all and then getting her advice on like how to cook it and everything like that it kind of felt very like yes very wholesome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you were to give advice to someone who also wants to (laughs) harvest bamboo what would you say advice okay number one advice is to wear as lena said heavy shoes (laughs) she texted me last night and was like make sure you wear heavy shoes but basically um i thought we would have to dig it up but instead you use like the side of your shoe to like just kick it at the base and then it like kind of just like cracks and like tips over um so wear nice solid shoes for that because that was an easy way to get them i i'm glad we didn't have to like get on our hands and knees like dig them up but yeah that would be my number one advice (laughs) (laughs) linda what is your advice um, I guess we didn't do that today, but bring a cart because the bamboo shoes are kind of heavy because oh, we have heavy. like a small, like, like rolling backpack that we bring. Usually I was like, <laughs> oh being strong, like we don't need that today. <laughs> Excuse me. How much did you harvest? How often does your mom do it? Oh yeah. Huh? How often um, does your mom or you and your mom like go out and harvest? Because we got a lot in this, it was literally maybe 45 minutes and we got so much that I don't know what to do with all of it, but. Like how often? How much do you like harvest during at the, once? During the season, we get everything that's in the <laughs> yard pretty much. Because I feel like the more you like kick them over, the more addicted you become oh to like God. finding them. It's like it's shopping, kind of like <laughs> yeah. you're always like looking for like the next like item sale. Yeah, the next sale. But I mean, they're just there for your kicking. Um, <laughs> and during in season, I think it's like around early May and late April. We go like 
like two times a week, kind of. We went yesterday and mm. my mom was scouting it out for Ming. Like she's like, oh, we'll leave this baby for Ming tomorrow because it'll <laughs> grow by the time, um, like overnight. So mm. if it's like a good yard, you can get some every day. Good yard. Yeah. Okay. That's also why I did. I was telling Linda, uh, I don't feel bad to kick them over because there's so much in the yard and bamboo grows so fast because I don't know. Cause you guys were like clearing out, I guess, helping them clear out their flower beds and stuff like that. So we were just like trampling over these like little baby shoots, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. That's what they want. You know, they don't want the bamboo to like invade, I guess the area. Well, it's like a real life Animal Crossing because that's what <laughs> happens <laughs> in Animal Crossing. That's actually what I said. I was like, I feel like I'm a villager. <laughs> but I didn't realize they would be so pokey. Like, they're like spears in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, very sharp. But Were you thinking like a soft, like floppy thing? Yeah. I guess yeah, the I inside didn't realize. is soft. Yeah. When you cook it, I least. thought they would be more like... um. And like branchy, like how the tops of the actual bamboo trees are. I thought it was gonna be like little sprouts on the ground. <laughs> but I will let you guys know how my boiling adventure goes tonight because boiling. first of all, I need to find a big enough pan to boil it all in and to cut them apparently. And apparently that's a dangerous endeavor because Linda cut her finger. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like cutting them last night and I got to like a really tiny one and then I like couldn't grab it also. I cut it with my huge cleaver and it just like rolled onto my finger and it was so scary because like I thought I cut my nail off and like all the blood was like going out on like oh the bamboo God. and like my cutting Ooh. board. It's just like a content boarding, but yeah, maybe oh, a little too late <laughs> for that. Oh yeah, be careful, Mingi. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I don't have to cut them anymore, though, now that I cut my finger. <laughs> Your mom will cut them? Yeah. But can't you just, like, peel? Like, they look like they're, uh, they're already sectioned. Like corn? The skin. Yeah, it looks like corn husk. It's, like, harder on the bottom because, yeah. I guess, structurally, once you get to the top, you have to peel, mm-hmm. like, like, a hundred layers at once. So if you just cut them, okay. you can yeah. dig out the inside. Mm-hmm. I'll just wash my fingers. But Sally, maybe um, if we do do the do do the thing on Saturday with the dumplings, maybe I can give you some of mine. Pre-boiled, no, have some of know. mine, Sally. Oh my no, gosh, have some of mine. <laughs> I'll take some of yours. Oh, both of yours, I guess. Have you cooked with um, bamboo shoots before? Not me personally. I don't know if my parents have, but we don't really eat it at home. We only eat it when mm-hmm. we go out, and they have it. So is this a northern thing? Maybe, maybe there's no bamboo. No, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Maybe no the bamboo. southerners just don't know what to do with the bamboo. Oh. <laughs> See, maybe that's I why know. I shouldn't give it to Stefan's mom. <laughs> why? Yeah. It's like, she's let me give southern. her a bundle as like an offering, like a raw <laughs> bundle. Yeah, like an off. Okay, maybe I. Maybe it's like I you're telling her she has to cook. <laughs> I know, and then she's like, "What do I do with this shit? <laughs> just boil it and then give it to her." Okay, I'll boil it to her. Give it to her. <laughs> and she's still not, okay. You know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Season the Ming, like make it into a dish. Oh, like cook it and give it to her. Yeah, put it in your dumplings and give the dumplings to her. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me just give her some dumplings. <laughs> I'll give her the nicely folded ones that Sally folds. <laughs> okay. This is like we're. This is a team project. Okay, a group project. When to impress Stephen's mom. Ming. Oh yes. Yeah. Stephen's mom. Stephen's over. Ming. <laughs> yeah. 
a group project here. <laughs> um, but what else have you guys been up to? Because that was the highlight of my week, really. I Work has been pretty, like, actually work went by pretty fast for me. But nothing to report on, really. Mm-hmm. Sally, do you have work to report on? Um, my work has been pretty chill this week, actually. Because my mentor was on vacation until when? Until Wednesday? And then he just came back. No, he, he was on vacation until Tuesday and came back Wednesday. But I didn't really see him Wednesday. And then today I talked to him and I had a kind of long day, but it wasn't too bad today. Mm. Um, but I've been stressed because of other things. So let me tell you what has been going oh. on. <laughs> oh, So I'm in the process of like trying to find a new roommate mm. and like, you know, dealing with the next year's living situation and waiting on this one girl that I was talking to in the like, there's this group me group chat for all the postbacks to kind of find a roommate through and this girl messaged me and she was like she said that she was interested and she was the first person to message me so I had to give her first priority but it's been like almost a month and she still can't confirm whether or not she is going to live with me next year because she's waiting on um, this program to hear back whether she got into it or something but she's also like oh I know I'm gonna work here next year so I'm like why can't you just confirm with me but anyways (laughs) Um, and then, so another person also, like I pitched my roommate idea to the new postdoc who's coming in into my lab. So she's also like a potential roommate, but I can't let her know if she can room with me until, like, I I already told her that someone is like asking before her, but like, I just want to know from the first person, like whether or Mm. not she's going to live with me so I can finalize things. And then. The lease for my place is ending and I have to switch everything from my roommate who's the primary leaseholder to me. And in order to do that, I need to have, I have to like um, qualify again for the, like I have to submit a new application for the housing and then um, qualify for the financial, um, like financially I had to have make enough money and don't make enough money to qualify because you have to make three times the rent and I'm like just Mm. under that. So I need a roommate with me in order to qualify. So I need to confirm my roommate so I can renew the lease so I can keep the same rate that I'm paying and also the same apartment. And, um, okay, I think that that's all on that end. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm stressed because that's, of that. That sounds like a lot of, yeah. like, adulting. And then, Wait, what, Sally, why don't you just, like, uh, kick the, the priority girl off? And, like, I want it's to, been a month. but, like, I told you her I would better? wait. Because the thing is... I prefer living with her because if I live with the other roommate, then I'll literally see her in the lab and see her at home. So, like, that's just too much, you know? <laughs> that's just too much of one person. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just, like, scared. I'm not scared, but, like, I'm a little I'm a little hesitant to live with her because what if I end up hating her and then I had to see her? I mean, I'm sure she's fine, but, like, I feel like seeing yeah. her all the time might make me not like her as much. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, another thing, like just like sm- kind of smaller things that are making me stress. All that happened today, I guess, was first off, I got pulled over when I was driving home <gasps> today. Again? Yeah, for speeding. Again? It's on this road that Again? everyone speeds Sally. on, okay? <laughs> and then out of everyone, he had to pull me over. <sighs> but... Um, and then I got home and I realized I lost my AirPods. So I need to find out <laughs> where my AirPods Wait, let's are. let's go back to pulling over. Yeah. Did you get a ticket? Yeah, I got a warning. Oh. So well, I guess How fast were you going? Bad. 
<laughs> I want 44 out of 25. <laughs> Girl! <laughs> but everyone goes that fast on that road. Like, why today of all days? <laughs> yeah, anyways, it was my fault. It was my bad. Uh-huh. Since you experienced that getting pulled over, yeah. are you like more calm? Because I remember last yeah. time you were like, he's not getting out of his car. And then he was like, yeah. man, she was like getting out of her car. <laughs> this, time, this time I did not get out of my car. Good. And I was more, I mean, this guy also didn't take forever to get out of his car. And like, he came over, told me what was wrong, and then like gave me the paperwork. Like, it didn't take that long. The last time mm-hmm. I got pulled over, it took like literally half an hour. I was just sitting in my car waiting for him to like sign some paper for half an hour. Wait, so this was this was your third time getting pulled over? What? Second time? Fourth time? Second time. Second time. Second time. Okay, Fourth okay. time. What was the first time? I mean, the first I don't and second know. I remember when you got out of the car, but I thought something else had happened. But I no, think no. I'm getting like the accident. Oh, like, that's being pulled, pulled over. <laughs> okay, okay. General car issues. But yeah. okay. Um, I have a question about like... Um, protocol like do you like quickly like put your mask on before i already had my mask on because i was coming from work so good thing but yeah i would put my mask on if i didn't yeah see like i i'm worried about because then you hear you know stories about like if you like move your hands off this you know you know like cops will just look for anything Uh, so i'm like that's another reason i I just don't want to be pulled over for like the protocol i think like just like from stereotypes i don't think they would do that to you because we're small asian girls i guess they don't like perceive us as a threat as much we're also not white girls so yeah that's true that's the difference but But yeah yeah that's what makes me nervous and that's why i was nervous to get my um vaccine like covid shot was not even the like the shot of it but it's just like anything that involves procedure and like people of authority i'm like what are they gonna do to me (laughs) what did you think they were gonna do at the vaccine place you know, I thought they were going to, like, look at my, like, paperwork or be like, no, you can't get it. Or, like, I would, like, stand in the wrong line or something no, and be yelled at. I don't know. I just give it to anyone who shows up. Like, I think it's, like, even, um, I think a lot of times they don't, at least for the earlier times when you yeah. had to have, a, like, something special for you to get early access, they didn't even check at the sites. That's true. So. That's true. When my mom came back from getting her shot she was like wow i wish everything run by the government run this smoothly really because <laughs> it was such a smooth process mm-hmm. like imagine getting your license and going to the dmv <laughs> and having it that smooth but i think i'm just like you know going to the dmv like three times just to get my permit mm-hmm. like kind of just mm-hmm. like yeah anytime i have to deal with like the government <laughs> makes sense but yeah but yes but anyways i was listening to such a good song like it was mr chu by a pink when i got pulled over and then now i can't listen to that song the same way anymore <laughs> wait it was mr chu by a pink yeah like the two like mr that Chu. thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe if you blasted it he would let you go i think not <laughs> he could be like a secret k-pop stan maybe next like, time good taste well was anything positive happening in your life um i baked bread and it was successful (laughs) i've been trying to make this japanese um milk bread thing Mm. and last weekend i made it okay i was following this taiwanese person he's like a taiwanese famous chef i don't know he's famous but he was on this program (laughs) and he was speaking in chinese and i was just like watching him do it and like pausing it as I see him do the next thing. So then 
somehow I missed the last fermentation because he didn't show him like fermenting it. They just put a, a box of text and I was like skipping through the video. So I missed that box of text. So I didn't do the last fermentation and it turned out like underbaked. So then I had to bake it for longer. So then the like outsides got super hard and the inside was still underbaked. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a disaster the first time. But the second time it was good. <laughs> I learned my mistake. Second time's a charm. Wait, what kind of bread is it? Yeah. It's, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a white bread, but it's very fragrant, like buttery and milky fragrant. And it's very soft. Mm. And um, if you imagine like the texture of like Asian, you know, like Asian people really like, oh, like the, the bubble bread, not bubble bread, but like the really soft and like airy pastries. So mm-hmm. like the, the like the fluffy pancakes and like mm. the fluffy mm. ca- cheesecakes and stuff like that like that kind of texture but well i guess it's a little different from bread because for bread it's more of like a you can tear it apart and it has like mm. i don't know how to say it in english but isu, isu, like that <laughs> <laughs> uh like the, like the, a strip st- <laughs> the stringy Strips. things on the inside um like airy i don't know it's hard to describe you just look up japanese milk bread but yeah, it's veins, very kind of it's not veins <laughs> veins that doesn't make it sound <laughs> appealing <Luna. laughs> you know what sally on saturday you can bring over a sample and then we'll fully understand i already ate all of it oh. i'll make some more well you still <laughs> have tomorrow like two days <laughs> oh my gosh it takes two whole days to, well it takes one two night days? and a whole day to make uh. So oh, it's because you have to ferment it. I had to ferment it overnight. Um, and then I had to make a new dough using the stuff we ferment overnight. And then like let it mm-hmm. ferment several steps. So um, I think I'll pass. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I think I'm tired of this how bread. Is, how is uh, pottery going? Uh, pottery Not- is like fun and frustrating at the same time because... <gasps> It's fun when I'm doing new things and like learning, like learning from my teacher how to make new shapes and like new techniques. But Mm -hmm. every time, not every time, but a lot of times when I do pottery, I like do something so stupid and like mess up the whole thing. Or like a lot of times I have to go backwards and like it takes ends ends up taking me longer. Or like I undo something that it took me like hours to get to. Mm. So like that kind of stuff. Like to give an example, last week we we're throwing stuff off the mound, off the hump. Um, so I was making these little teacups to go with a teapot that I'm making, and I made four. <laughs> I don't know why I only made four. Well, I only had enough clay for four, so I only made four. And then the next, like this week, um, I was trimming them, and they were a little wet, so I shouldn't have trimmed them. But I trimmed them anyway. I tried to trim them anyways, <laughs> and. Like the first one was terrible because I like trimmed through the bottom and I tried to patch it up, but it doesn't look good. So I think I might trash one. The second one turned out okay. And then third one turned out okay because I learned from the first one. And then I didn't get to the fourth one. But anyways, so I was doing that and it took me like 30 minutes to an hour just to make three, to trim three s- small little teacups. And then at the end of the day, I have to wrap everything and like bring it to my cubbies to like put in a safe space so no one like knocks it over but when i was transferring it from the table to my cubby like what the 
of course, the one one of the good ones that I trim rolls down and drops oh, no. on the ground and it's all smushed now. <laughs> so I can't use that anymore. So now, so now you're down to two? Down to like one good one and one ugly one. And then one I haven't trimmed yet. So that might be okay. <laughs> so now I'm just like, should I just trash this whole thing and like redo a whole set? <sighs> I don't know. Well, I have to say my mom... My mom really likes your pottery, oh. your the finish, because my sister, I guess, I don't know, I guess Instagram recommended her, <laughs> the your accounts, mm-hmm. and then my sister was like, oh my god, Sally does pottery, because she, she was interested in doing it, maybe, mm. and then I was like, yeah, yeah, she's been doing it, and then my mom was there, and she's like, let me see, so we just <laughs> passed around your, like, your Instagram account. Wow. Insta- oh, Sally, famous. I showed my mom, too. <laughs> yes. Uwin and Ein. Yeah. Wing. There's more things to come. I made these Ooh, little. Oh, oh this is the, the the rutile. Um. Um. Oh yeah, those are the ones that I just posted. But yeah, they're. I love the color. Me. Yeah, and the texture. Yeah, they don't always yeah. turn out as you expect. But I think depending on the clay, there's so many factors, I guess, that go mm. into how like everything turns out. Especially the glazing. Sometimes, like, I don't know. Sometimes I underglaze and it turns out matte when I want it to be shiny. So it's just annoying, but I also okay. sympathize with the um, having to redo things because, you know, I've been working for like weeks on this um, crocheted sweater. Oh, yeah. How was it? I finally got the sleeves done <laughs> and I held it up. And they look like a hot mess. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they look so bad. Like, I don't know. I must have miscalculated or miscounted or something because they're supposed to, you know, like sleeves, they're supposed to balloon a little and then narrow at the wrists. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's just like one big floppy <laughs> opening, like a flare it's all, sleeve. Yeah, it's like already oversized on me, and then maybe it's just like stretching a little. I don't know. So I'm gonna have to undo it all, which is kind of disappointing because sleeves sad. take a really long all time. But not the whole sweater. Just like I'll just take it down so it's just like a vest. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then add sleeves back on. <laughs> I know my mom was like, "You could just wear it as a vest." I'm like, "No, that's." Ugly. A sweater vest. <laughs> I can't give up. So, as but I've been like putting it off because just thinking about having to unravel it, oh, it just makes me yeah. so like sad. So I haven't touched it. I feel it. the same way. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I re- remember when I was um, crocheting my scarf like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> two months. Um, it was supposed to be for my sister, and I thought it was a pretty good length, so I stopped crocheting and then I wanted to finish like make the edges nice so I went around and like made a nice crochet finishing on the edges mm-hmm. and then I, I'm almost done with the edges and then she's like it's too short <laughs> and I'm like bitch you want me to undo all the sides and make it longer for you <laughs> so I haven't done anything to it it was just unfinished I would have been like I guess you get a short scarf then <laughs> Why can't you just like patch it on the end? Isn't uh, that how? Because I already did the finish and it would look weird to add on. Because it's a different pattern if you just do like mm. a straight adding on to it. <sighs> Anyways, I don't think it's ever going to be finished. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in a pile yeah. in the corner. That's what I have. Like that giraffe or the platypus thingy. <laughs> haven't touched that. It's just in my corner. <laughs> Oh, you just like the head? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's just the head just like sitting there. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to work on it after I do the sweater. But the sweater is taking so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what that means since I'm not crocheting? I started watching K-drama. Vincenzo. Vincenzo. How was it? 
or so far how is it it's like a weird mix between like hyena and um what's the one with the monsters that i just watched sweet home sweet home because it's like everyone living in the the one building mm-hmm. so they're like that's what i was talking about neighbors. it reminded me of sweet home oh yeah yeah they're like neighbors and they're all really kind of quirky yeah kind of weird but then it has like the elements of being a lawyer and like <laughs> that sort of thing mm-hmm. also i don't know what i thought maybe i just like men in military uniforms but he's not as cute as i remembered <laughs> the lead oh Compared to dots. Yeah. (laughs) Really? But he's in a suit all the time. I know, he's in a suit. But maybe, (laughs) maybe it's just, I need to see him in like a romancing role, you know? Mm -hmm. I need to see him trying to win someone over Mm -hmm. before I I actually prefer this. I don't, I don't know. I think he's like, he can be kind of cheesy in Mm romancing roles. Maybe because of his face. He just has like a... It is very squishy. (laughs) Squishy. (laughs) He has a baby face. Yeah. I can't believe he's thir- like mid thirties or something. Late thirties? I don't know. <sighs> and divorced. Like Wait, mean, who was the guy that came back from the military and you were like sending us pictures trying to find out? Oh, who he jumps up. Yeah, I don't oh. know who he was. I was sending it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him on Twitter. I think like some people were like thirsting, <laughs> um, like thirsting under his photo, and I was like, "Who is this man?" Because they were showing like before he went into the military, and then after. <laughs> He suddenly is like swole and has like longer hair. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense that he has longer hair after military because they shave right. The head. So. Uh, maybe he just the wanted wig. to grow it back. He wanted to avenge his shaven head. <laughs> True, his bald hair. But yes, I think that the squishiness of the face just makes them like very. Um, it softens their personality, which can be a good thing mm. or a bad thing. Oh. I thought you were gonna say so they're like a little grease ball or something. Ew. <laughs> grease? They're not greasy. They don't have an oily face. They're just squishy. They're, squishy. they're like too cheesy, like too mushy, you know. Oh. They're really trying to like be oh. romantic and then they also have a squishy face. It's like grease ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Linda, how's your week been? Please. Um I feel like it's been a long week. Oh, I guess we didn't cover the weekend. So I released my comic finally after mm-hmm. like six months. And we made, um, for like the other, for Adelia community, we made $112, which is a lot more than wow. I thought. I was expecting like half of that, especially because it's like 40% of the total. So I'm glad I didn't like, I don't know, be embarrassing and like not offer anything you know how when you're like i'll give part of the proceeds and if no one buys it they don't get any proceeds Mm -hmm. so i'm like relieved that there was some result happening and are um, you releasing the physical the physical yeah 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 so that's like coming soon i don't know why they wanted to do it separately but i guess like pdf sales do a lot better than Mm. a physical Mm -hmm. one because it's the same thing Um, well i want one (laughs) Okay, I also would yes. like one. Yes. Okay. Order is taken. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, how did you find this? The Adelia? Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. How did um, you find them? Because you've done some um, like work for them before or like to donate to them before. 
Yeah, so it started from like a UMD student and they're connected oh. to, oh my God, what is that? Or Plumas. So some Plumas oh. people mm-hmm. were in it. And then my friend Erica um, has like connections or like is friends with those people. So I was like, this is a good mm-hmm. so it's like connection a too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a local. So they're mm-hmm. in like Highsville and like um, cool. Lanham. Mm-hmm. So pretty close. That's nice. Um, yes. But like now after I released it, I'm like, I guess this is a good problem to have, but I feel like I'm improving. So when I look back, I'm like, why did I release it when I wasn't even like ready, you know, like compared to the stuff mm-hmm. I can do in the future? It's always going to mm-hmm. like pale in comparison because it's in the past. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'm glad that it's out there. I mean, but I kind of yeah. want to be like, whenever I release something new, I want them to forget anything old that they've seen <laughs> of me and then just like perceive my like current self mm-hmm. or like the most recent piece of work which is i guess impossible but yeah. well the only solution it's better than, oh, oh. Huh? keep going okay, the only solution is to release more work i guess mm. your next book i was gonna say it's better than the alternative of like you getting worse oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean like, that's also possible no 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 i feel like any you would like it isn't it almost Okay, I don't want to say impossible, but it's like hard to get worse because you're like adding on to your experience. Mm-hmm. I guess like, unless you don't do it for like a long time and you go back. Is it not like to it. getting back on a bicycle? I wouldn't know, Ming. Ooh, I, don't know. <laughs> I just I just realized that it is not like that. <laughs> I can tell you as a bicycle rider that it is like <laughs> you can get back on a bicycle. Oh. There's two kinds of people in the world: bicycle people. <laughs> bicycle. And- <laughs> it's okay. You can ride on my tandem bicycle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't you riding in Taiwan like spark a, a thrill? <laughs> like, wasn't it fun to like bike along the lake? I was like, I'm like dragging down south because <laughs> they're like struggling to keep up with with um Ming and. I feel like it was we a very like intense the, the death people. of life. It was like a life and death experience. <laughs> I was very... No, okay, but when Steph and I did it, it was so hard. Like, we were so out of sync. So I was impressed that you guys were able to, like, do it. Especially without, like, any practice. Yeah, I guess... I was kind of... Actually, mm-hmm. I was like, Stefan, we gotta pick it up. Like, <laughs> come on. Yes, we are a couple goals. <laughs> no, the hardest part was just starting. And then once you got it started, like, it wasn't too bad. And- and also the balance part, like when you're making the sharp turns and everything. Oh, I was so nervous every time. And when people on the opposite like side of traffic were coming towards us, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to yeah. keep it straight. But then the more I thought about keeping it straight, the more I'm the like more, wobbling. Like, it was, yeah. I feel like I need to condition myself, like physically condition myself before I go back to that lake because I want to figure out like how you get around it. Yeah. Like, is it possible? Because, okay. For context, we tried to, we biked like a good amount, but then we got into like the mountainous area and like there were steps to go up. Like you could go up the mountain, but like we were carrying the bikes up the mountain. Also and we saw people path, come right? down and they were like, they're like, sweating. give up now. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like turn around. And we were like, no, we can do it. But then the steps never ended. Like it was continued slow. Eventually we also had to turn around <laughs> and it was so disappointing. Not that I even like wanted to. I guess I did want to get to the top because I was like, we're, we've already done we this much. We got all this way. Might as well. Carrying it. And then we had to like run it downhill. And that almost like tore my arm. 
Or you guys like having to hold on to how it. They did it. Yeah. He made it all the way across. Around. That's the one person I'm expecting to be making <laughs> it all the way. Justin Stefan has been telling me that he wants to uh, bike around Taiwan. Like it's a thing that you can do mm. with like a group of people where, um, yeah, you're just like biking around the island and then there's like a like a kind of a bus behind you. So if you like give out, <laughs> the bus will pick you up. I will be on the bus. <laughs> yeah, he's been trying to convince me to do it with him. He's like, oh, like after we've been working for a few, few years, let's bike around Taiwan. I'm like, I will start on the bus <laughs> and I will end on the bus. So like, there's no point for me. Wait, that reminds me of, remember that Taiwanese movie we watched in Taiwan? Uh, I think it's called Our Times, probably something like that. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, it's not from that one. It's from You're the Apple of My Eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the group of friends. And then they were talking about what they did after they graduated high school. And one of the boys mm-hmm. is like, after he got rejected, he drove his micro- he drove or biked his micro- motorcycle all around Taiwan like two times <laughs> to get over his heartbreak or something. <laughs> For being rejected? Yeah. From a person or from school? I think I a remember. person. School? Oh. I don't remember. It's probably school, I think. Because there's only like those two people who are like a couple. Yeah. I don't know. I get the those movies mixed up. Cause which was the one that it was like such a disappointing ending? It was like not even It was disappointing because he looked so weird after like after the time. <laughs> yeah, skip. yeah. Our times. Yeah. Okay, that's the one. Okay. Apple of the Eye was the it one. It was also disappointing though, because he didn't get the girl. Yeah. But that's what that's the one we watched on campus, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Yeah. Highly recommend Taiwanese classics. Yeah, like, they're all like similar themes yeah. of like school kids in Taiwan and like time skips, time skips, someone's in love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like Andy Lau's cameo in Our Times. Oh, yeah. The concert. Yeah. Yeah, that was the end, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Linda, I feel like I interrupted your weekly recap did you have anything else um what else was there oh um i guess this is a reference back to jethro's episode where he mentioned that a jollibee was coming to uh-huh. me in maryland and <laughs> i went there Shout last out. last friday um check out our east coast west coast or whatever it was called um and it was like a, like an experience kind of because they had like the mascot on the in the front and then the lines were like at the airport how they have like the little thing on the stick and mm-hmm. then like the stretching like the seatbelt thingy <laughs> it was like very official and they had like five different lines and it was like um at like all angles so it wasn't even straight lines so, so it was, was very like well not when we went because we went like yeah. really pretty early but they were like prepared for a lot of people and there was like heightened security because there was a guy standing in front of the door with like a vest and like a clipboard and like the little ear thing oh and my then gosh, you have to like go a whole to him to tell him yeah to tell him your order and then he'll like check you off the clipboard but there were like families with kids like taking pictures of the Jollibee mascot <laughs> which is a huge bee with like this face and the food was pretty good. We got like chicken and rice and they have like gravy and like adobo rice. So it was mm. really nice. But Manila Mart has more um, more options. Uh, those are, that's just my two cents. Mm-hmm. But I think <laughs> right now, if anyone 
wants to order from Jollibee, you can call them like mm. in advance and then you get put on hold and then you have to listen to the song. And the song is like, <laughs> Jollibee is your friend. And <laughs> Jollibee brings you joy, whatever, whatever. It was very early to listen to at like seven in the morning. Because that's so early. What the heck? Seven in the morning? <laughs> I, had, I had to like go to work and stuff. So it was like the uh, only time. Uh, and then, oh, it was a weekday. Yeah, it was a weekday. Um, It was probably why there wasn't that many people. <laughs> yeah, I would not want Jollibee at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Did it live up to Jethro's hype? Yeah, I think um, based on his cultural significance, it was really good. It's just like, I feel like my uncultured taste can't like get the difference between like Jollibee fried chicken and like mm-hmm. regular fried chicken. Yeah. I mean, it's always good. So I brought my, I think my parents to Jollibee once. I forget where it was. So not in Maryland, <laughs> different place, but. They were not impressed because they were like, oh, it's just like regular fried chicken. I'm like, no, my friends say it's really good. But they're like, (laughs) they were very skeptical. Yeah, maybe it's like a thing where you like have to grow up on it. Yeah, like a nostalgic thing. It has deeper meaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it out. I have yet to go all out to Wheaton. I guess it's not that far, but. Mm, It's like a straight line from. from That's what I like to hear. I like to hear straight lines. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh also there was a goose there's a geese in the parking lot and it was standing in front of my car and it wouldn't move i was like inching slowly towards it and i took like this video of it and it was like waddling in front of my car i've never seen a goose do that before Yo, you have to be careful with these geese because one time okay it was a sunday i was driving i was late to church <laughs> so i was like trying to get to church you know i was driving off of campus um university towards university boulevard towards Route one and this whole family of geese or duck i think they're geese was trying to cross the road <laughs> and you know how okay i don't know if you've seen geese cross the road before but they always go like one parent in front one in the back and then the babies are oh. in the middle but the babies oh. go so slowly and <laughs> and they're like struggling to get over the curb because <laughs> it's like a step up <laughs> i mean it's cute but when you're late to church you're like come on so then I was waiting for them to pass. And then the last one passed over the curb. And then we were going forward. But I guess they weren't like, they were just over the curb. So we were a little bit close to them. So then one of the parents got real mad at us. And they like started honking. Or, and then they start flapping their wings. And like, um, they even like ran into the side of the car, like poking the glass. And I, I was on the passenger side. So I was so scared because they were like, literally like, right next to my face like, Pecking the glass, and I was like, "Oh my Sally, god, you should go, we go." You should honk back, honk back, honk back. Communicate with them. Yeah, but yeah, they get very aggressive. Mm. Yes, I did not know that, but I don't know what I would do in that situation. I feel like I would, I would just run away. Be very timid. I'd be yeah, the type I would of person, who, also, yeah, <laughs> who would like wait for them to like fully make it safely all the way across, make sure they're all the way over, mm-hmm. and then the people behind me would be like honking <laughs> at me. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that never happens. That the deer, like running into a deer, and also, um, like if a fire truck, you know, like when a fire. Oh, like ambulance has to over or rush yeah. past you. Those are two situations that I'm just waiting to happen because I'm I'm always on high alert for both of those. Deer. You've and never like had to pull to the side before, or like an I've had to do it when I was like 
when I was like getting my permit and like driving with my mom, but mm-hmm. I've never had to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's not that like I'm not worried about doing it like on a two lane or one lane. It's like what if you're on like the multi lane? Yeah, yeah. Just do Where what do everyone else is doing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's just what I think about every time I drive. Because <laughs> Alethea, um, she like got hit by a deer. Like the deer hit her when she was driving one night. Oh my god! And like her car was, I think it was total or whatever. <gasps> by the She's deer, like, she was by herself. It was like, what do you what? do in that situation? Yeah, she was driving back from um. I guess scribing, so it was like late at night from the hospital, and I, yeah, I guess it just like ran in front of her or something like that. So, Damn. and she was all alone. She, she had a car, her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. Okay, like, her car was not fine. The deer was not <laughs> Does fine. <the> insurance? <laughs> oh my god, the deer. Yeah, <laughs> but just insurance know, I guess cover the that. Like the deer can't pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Charge the deer. <laughs> the dead deer. Wait, he died. Um, I'm. I i do not think it was okay. Mm. I can check, but I, I don't think it was. <laughs> like I'll ask her, but I don't think it was good. Like I don't think you. I don't think you can hit a deer and it. Like even if it does get hit, like if it gets up and walks away, it's probably still injured mm. pretty badly. Because like a car is hard. A car is like, especially if it's going yeah. not slow. <laughs> Be careful, Sally. Oh, be careful. Yeah, on your back road, Frederick Country Road. I mean, there aren't that many deer here, actually. And, like, the roads that go on at night don't have woods. Mm. So it's more, it's mostly farmland. So open area. Well, at least you don't have to deal with Goatman, I guess. Which yes. I didn't think about at all until when the comic. <laughs> I literally Was got shivers reading me? that. Yeah, remember you though? I got who, like couldn't turn on your your um like headlights or something. I thought the yeah, legend was from it was William, so dark. and I thought he was just making something up when he was saying. Apparently, it's a thing. I like, like looked it up, about. and it's like a there's like a Wikipedia mm-hmm. article Ugh. on it. Wow, Ugh. I love driving I get there that at night feeling. though. It's so spooky. Yeah. Uh, it's always when we drive back from your place, Sally. Like, we why do you up take people down road? I don't. There's know. main roads, you know. <laughs> well, okay, when we drive with Linda. And with me, I guess we we have to avoid the highway. <laughs> we have to dr- avoid Beaver Dam Road now, so all we have left is Greenbelt Road, the Soil Conservation Road. You can take that one. That's also kind of scary. What? Yeah. No, we just had to do the the speed bumps. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I also well, thought it was something William made up. Um, yeah, I didn't to know scare us, thing. but I oh, wonder. Does it make it worse it. that other people know about it? It's like a communal Maybe. fear. Well, now you know. We'll spread the word. <laughs> Make it into like mm-hmm. an urban legend. <laughs> Someone commented and said there was one in like Anne Arundel C- County too. Yeah. Maybe like the same one like, like runs over. Specifically a goat man? <laughs> uh, I forgot what they said. Probably. Um, yeah, I don't like the image of like driving and then turning on your high beams or something and like there's something in the road. Mm. I think of that when I drive down Caverly because mm-hmm. it's not that long of a road but it's still dark and so I always like I turn on my high beams and then like, yeah. high alert for something I to think happen. the spookiest part of the Goatman Road is, um, Beaver Dam Road, is that one, one way part where it's like a curve and you can't see yes. what's coming on the other side. Yes. So you just have to like take a leap of faith and go and hope no other car is on the other side. It's like that mini bridge, right? Like yeah, there's like a it's a tiny bridge, little... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a car. You can just run him over. 
Okay, you say that, Linda, <laughs> but to run them over, you still have to see them. You know? But then... You know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> like, that, it'll still stay in my mind, the fact that I saw the goat. <laughs> you actually Even saw Even if him? I do run them over. Oh. No, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw the goat man last night. <laughs> Beware. No, I'm saying like if to run it over, you have to see it before running it over. Mm-hmm. So it's like the seeing it part, the jumping out part is the scary part. Fighting it is not that bad, like because like you, you said, you can like, take run on the it goat over. man. You would I jump out your car over. and fight. I have a Mini Cooper. I can <laughs> in your Hummer Zoom probably. It. Yeah. It's gonna get um total like that deer total than Alicia's <laughs> car. You know, as long as I end up on top, <laughs> it's not the it's not the the fighting it part. It's like the jumping out, mm-hmm. the jump scare. That's like in any horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's always the jump scare, not the actual yeah. like. So if you villain. want a real life horror movie, go to find the jump the Goat Man. <laughs> On Beaver Dam Road. By you yourself, know the last no horror movie. movie we watched was the Bird Bird Box movie. Yeah, oh Bird Box gosh. together yeah. in Sally's place. <gasps> Actually, that was me. years ago though. Was that the last one? That was when I was just moving into the varsity, the yeah. my first apartment ever. I remember because Sally, you always like to turn off all the lights when I watch a horror movie. <laughs> I think I really wanted to keep because you had like several lights in your room, like one by the bathroom or the hall or mm-hmm. whatever. I was like, "Can we please?" Or in my mind, at least, I was like, "Can we please keep it off?" <laughs> but I think you turned all of them off <laughs> for ambiance. Gotta have the ambiance. Yeah. yeah, I don't. It's weird though because I'll watch those kind of like um, horror and kind of thriller movies. And I'll be super scared watching them with like friends. And I guess because it's your first time. But then I'll be the one to like go to my mom into watching it. I'll be like, come on, mom. Like, don't be scared. Like, it's not even that scary. Like, come on, let's watch it. It's like a superiority complex. <laughs> no, I think I'm like that too. Like, I mean, I don't think I get scared at these things anyways. But I like watching with people that get scared because I'll be like, it's not that scary. <laughs> what you are you like, scared for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like overcompensating, and then mm. you feel better. Right, I think our position was like Sally was in the middle, and we were on <laughs> either side of Sally, and we were like, oh. Yeah, because I can't sit next to you, Linda, because we'll be like grabbing at each other, and it won't be helpful. <laughs> yeah, I feel Maybe like you should do a horror. Yeah, there's been no new horror movies recently, though, besides the. There called, has, or just not like The Quiet Things 2, something. Did that come out there's recently? A second one? You watched it in Hoffman. I guess that wasn't that recent then. No, but it was just the first one, right? It wasn't. No, two. I'm pretty sure the second one came out. Oh, I haven't heard about it yet. Then I don't. Uh, my mom and I have a policy that if we see a trailer of a horror movie, we automatically change channels. <laughs> yeah, we both don't like to watch it, so I haven't. I haven't heard of any. I think a lot of them come out around Halloween. True, just because of the time. Mm-hmm. So. Now that it's spring, I don't think we're going to be seeing a lot of horror movies, thankfully. Goatman's still there, though. 24-7. Easy access. (laughs) All seasons. I mean, the image of a goatman isn't even that scary, though. It's like a goat. Is it just a goat head in a human body? Kind of like, you know know. that character in um, Demon Slayer? um, Yeah, yeah. Except goat. (laughs) The Demon Slayer one's a pig. Yeah. 
It's like an animal head and then a human body. Mm. You know, if they made like a corn maze or something in that field, they could really capitalize on the urban legend and be like, wait, have you guys heard of corn mazes? I think this is like a key yes, club yes. thing, right? <laughs> I mean, I know cl- what they are, but I've never been to one. <laughs> I've never been to one either. I don't know where, where they corn are. Corn mazes are very a uh, Midwestern thing, at least. There are some family. around here, actually, but... Frederick? Not, okay, not Farmland. not just Frederick in Maryland <laughs> as a whole. I would see people uh, going to them, but I never see them myself. I feel like it's the same thing as an escape room. Like, do I actually want to yeah. put myself in those kind of situations <laughs> and pay to put myself in those situations? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always wanted to be like the cute couple. Like, Stefan and I could like go to like an escape room and like solve it. And like, wow, like we put our relationship to the <laughs> test. We we succeeded. But honestly, I and they're so expensive. They're don't like even want to do thirty dollars a person for an escape room. Well, Linda has done a lot, right? Or a few. Uh, sponsored by my lab. <laughs> oh, yeah. also we did an online one for our team Ooh. retreat, and it was some like BS because it was like a puzzle. It, uh, I think M told me some of them were like a Google form, and then you just have to like put in the right answer <laughs> to advance to the next slide, and the ending is like a slide is like you escape oh my God. or something. But this one is a bit more advanced, I guess. Where it's a website, and there's like puzzles like a maze, or you have to like match up like a cipher things like that but like the person sharing the screen showing the thing would not stop scrolling around <laughs> and i like, just thinking about it just like makes me itchy and then they itchy. couldn't like zoom in you know how i always request them to be like the maximum like size on the thing mm-hmm. and then they're like mm-hmm. no like let me like zoom in and out like repeatedly oh. And, and i oh my god i'm like i could solve this puzzle easily <laughs> if, if i could see <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it wasn't Wait, that Huh? What? It's funny that you talk about people zooming in and out because that's the one thing I remember from like when you're on your laptop. <laughs> like, remember when we like do homework together or be she like looking zoom at something in college? Like, in. <laughs> like zooming. Like, hold on. Wait, we don't have to go that far. That's I have a fond memory of that because it's always like using the you using the mouse pad mm-hmm. to get in. How the tables have but, turned. I mean, everyone has to accommodate me, so. (laughs) Um, Do you guys want to talk about the Sally? About work? The pivot to work. Um, I suppose. Speaking of work, you know on, uh, what's it called? On WebEx, you can actually zoom into people's presentations. Just good to know. (laughs) WebEx? Yeah. So remind me again what WebEx is. WebEx is like Zoom. Excuse you. That's like the secure Zoom. That's what the government Uh, people use instead of because we don't use Zoom at all. Cisco or something. Yeah. Cisco. (laughs) But the reason why I brought this up is because um, because of work. Because I had to make a presentation. I had to make a poster, and then the I was doing like a preview session and. This lady who's like the coordinator of the poster day program thing, she was like going after my poster, even though I already edited it and like I already made, 
I think like five rounds of edits with my mentor and I sent it to you, sent it to everyone. They're mm-hmm. like, it's fine. And then I gave it to her and she was like tearing down my poster being like, it's too many words. The words are too small. Like you can zoom in. You can zoom in on WebEx. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you need to leave more border <laughs> for the text. Um, more border, blah, blah, blah. And like the text doesn't stand out because it's a black background. All this like nitty nitpicking stuff uh-huh. i'm like should i even listen to our advice if Wait, i already did who is this lady in reference to you like is she your boss no boss? she's not my boss at all she's just a program who record. is she so we have this program called program or like office called oit and it's basically like a training off trainee office mm-hmm. so like everyone who's a in a training position like postbacks i think postgrads to fall under them but we're not like directly under them they're just like a program that's there to help us develop our careers and stuff like that kind of like a on campus it would be like a career development office i don't know like Mm -hmm. a advising office something like that Mm -hmm. so she set up this pro this program poster day program for postbacks to share their poster their research with each other so it's not even like a high stakes presentation but she's so nitpicky about it I mean, she's a nice lady and all. Like, I love, I like her. But I'm just like, did you have to come after my poster like that? Did she come after, like, other people's or, like, targeting? Mm, she did make comments mm. about other people's, too. But I thought mine was pretty good, to be honest. Like, in comparison to thought. others. Giving our nice grammar review. Yeah. But feedback is something that I've – I used to hate. Like, I would hate doing uh, – what do you call that? Peer – you know, or peer, peer review. review. Oh. Yeah. But like, you would have to like pass around your paper mm-hmm. or whatever for someone in your class to read, or just getting feedback from professors. Sometimes I would just look at the grade and completely ignore <laughs> the feedback. But now it seems like all I do at work is like submit things for review. Like all my emails are like, "Here's the thing attached for review. Please yeah. let me know what your feedback is." So now I'm mm-hmm. like become so um like a custom. desensitized. Yeah. Yeah, to feedback that it doesn't even hurt. And it's kind of like nice because like I, I used to, I guess, associate myself with the work. And so if they critique the work, it felt like a critique against me. Mm-hmm. And now I just brush it off. I'm like, all right, I can turn that around for you in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Give me a minute. Wow. Character yeah. development. Yeah. It's like that's definitely something that I'm proud of having grown at work and something that I've noticed recently, actually. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like being that, at the bottom. Oh, yeah. The thing about that is that like, I always know that whatever I'm sending to my mentor is not the final version because I know there's always something wrong that he's going to mm. ask me to correct. Yeah. So then, but then it ends up being like a infinite loop of like back and forth. Oh. And mm. I mean, I guess at some point, if we really need a turn in something, then it's like done at one point. But I feel like he always has something to add or something to change. And mm. like I'm talking about this because I have these protocols that I wrote up for like these things I'm doing in the lab and I sent like the first versions to him I think three months ago and he's still we still haven't finalized protocols three months (laughs) I mean we've been doing other things on the side like we this isn't like this is just a very side like a very small thing in our priority list but still like I just want to get it done with (laughs) it's kind of wild to hear about your work versus mine because I feel like it's completely different like the timelines for us are like so much faster like Mm -hmm. three month turnaround is like I can't even think of that like (laughs) I have stuff like to turn like um I'm working with a team on something and they haven't gotten back to me and it's been like three days and my boss is like oh can you like ping them (laughs) 
<laughs> so like that's the like the turnaround time i guess but mm-hmm. um speaking of like the draft thing i always make sure in my first email i always make sure that they know that i know that this is just the first draft <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll so, specifically be like this is yeah. my first draft <laughs> yeah. just i drafted up something really quick even though i spent like two hours yeah. on it. yeah just so if they do come back at me you know they know that i know that you know, <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i guess i haven't grown that much Oh, I was working with a coworker, and oh, I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but we were working on a draft, and she was like, "Just send it to me. It's okay." It was like cockshit balls. I'm like, "What? Uh, cockshit balls?" <laughs> and apparently, it just means like super messy, and I can like put my frustrations in it because mm. we were. It was like a, a conflict document, and it was like a way of like um, challenging something. I was like. I can't cockshit balls anything. Like it has to be <laughs> like my final draft has to be like the first draft kind of. Mm-hmm. Is this you mean your first draft has to be the final draft? Yeah, like it's final for me, but for them, it's okay if it's the first draft. Oh, okay. I guess it's like um even though you're aware that it's the first draft and they might have edits for it, you still want to like make it as good as possible. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, soften the blow of it being critiqued by saying it's a first draft. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about how a lot of times work. I don't – this might be different for you, Sally, since you do, like, actual, like, stuff with your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Like, you – you Hands-on work. Hands-on work, yes. Hands-on work. That sounds better than stuff <laughs> with your hands. <laughs> but – um. It's like I feel like a lot of work is just figuring out like the people component and like um, managing your time and like being not afraid to like ping people or like follow up with them or like circling back and all of that. Like the actual work I do, I feel like anyone could do it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to college to do this kind of work, but it's like being organized and like having the people skills, I think. Mm, I agree. It's just a lot of it. Do you feel like you want to be in a position where you use more of your college like knowledge? Like, do you want to be in a position where you feel like you're more, it's like more up to your standard? I don't want to say standards, but like, it's something that you've been training yourself for, you know? You want mm-hmm. to do something that you've invested all your college time into. Like, not do something that not just anyone can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot because um, I know we recently had a, like, a off-the-pod kind of call, and you guys were talking about, like, grad school and things like that, and I'm like still not ready for grad school, but I don't feel super fulfilled by the work I'm doing right now. And I think that does have to do with like not just being challenged because sometimes I do feel challenged at work, but it's like knowing that I've been trained to do this thing and like putting that training to work. I do kind of miss that or like having all this knowledge, I guess. Like I play Jeopardy with my mom every night. Like we watch the show and it's a bunch of trivia. And whenever there's like a science category, I... I dominate that category, okay? Like, I come in, I know, I I know, like, nucleic acids and all that. And I I miss the feeling of, like, is that a feeling of superiority? I don't really know. I don't it's think like so. like, of knowing stuff? Yeah. Of knowing things that other people don't know. Okay, that's like, really satisfaction. sense, though. Yeah. It's, like, knowing that, like, I still have a little bit of that um, science left mm-hmm. that's, like, not everyone knows. And it, it feels good to, like, be able to put that to work, even if it's just Jeopardy. So, like, maybe I do need a job where I, like, can feel like I'm really using the knowledge mm-hmm. that I've gained. Kind of feel like you're it's also, 
yeah. irreplaceable. Never irreplaceable, but like <laughs> you're important. Because I feel like if you're in a job that anyone, you think anyone could do, you don't you feel like you could be replaceable. If yeah. Or like position. you don't have a redeeming yeah. factor. Because yeah. if you hire me to do like some little stuff, like making a PDF and I can't make it right. Like if I have that science knowledge, like at least I could redeem myself yeah. with that. But mm-hmm. like if I couldn't even make a PDF right, then oh my god, like throw me away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point, Linda. Like, cause um, I think one thing that my boss brought up why I was hired was because I had a public health background, but I'm doing a communications job. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, you can combine the two. And I'm like, "Yes, I can bring in my public health background and help it inform my work." But literally, I haven't done any of that. Mm-hmm. But I guess like knowing that I have that in the background, like part of why she hired me makes me feel a little better. But I don't know, maybe it's just an issue of like valuing valuing your work. Like maybe the work I am doing is hard for other people to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe, but like, obviously I still have it stuck in my head that like STEM and like that hard earned knowledge like is superior or like better. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get away from that when you, like, went to high school and then college for that, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I feel like for me, even being in a traditional-ish STEM job, I still feel like anyone could – not anyone, but, like, like a lot of people could do my job. And, like, I am not that much more special than, like, the next person. And especially when my mentor brings up my major and be like – I think I mentioned this before, but like he's like, uh-huh. oh, I know you have like this background in chemistry, biochemistry. Like, what do you think about this? And it's like, uh, do you think this chemical re- will react with this other chemical? I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't learn any. Like, even if I did learn everything that they taught me in class so in college, remember like one chemical. It's not something that they teach you in school. Yeah, yeah. it's like something you get from like being a PhD for many years of in a chemistry major mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm just like, I saw like a tweet thread yeah. about this and they were saying how people make their jobs seem harder than it really is to like justify I think those are for like high like c-suite maybe or like white collar mm-hmm. level jobs they make it seem so hard when it's literally just like sending emails to kind of justify mm-hmm. paying them so much um mm-hmm. I they were like other stuff about it but people like tend to talk up their jobs to make it seem harder to make themselves feel like more important or something but once you get there and it's like anyone could do this really mm-hmm. yeah I yeah I think that's the case with like a lot of the 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 desk kind of jobs where you're just like clicking around on a computer <laughs> and like yeah it does take like a big mental load like I am mentally tired at the end of the day but like comparing it to like physical labor I don't know like <laughs> Like, there's discrepancy in, like, I guess, pay level. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just something I've, like, we've been, what, out of co- college for about a year now? And it's, like, something that I feel like everyone learns when they get out of college. is like, what they've taught you in school is, like, not exactly applicable to any type of job, like, to lab or, like, desk jobs mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't you know. Well, slightly shifting the topic, um, I wanted to talk about, have you guys felt like um, changes in productivity? Do you feel like you have to be productive all the time when you're doing your job? Or are there like ups and downs in days when you feel like just not doing anything? Because that was me this week, mainly because mm-hmm. my mentor was 
was on vacation and I already did like most of what he, of the project he told me to work on. So I was like, I don't really want to start something big and I just want to like bum around for the two more days that he's on vacation. <laughs> so I felt like I just wasn't doing anything. I was just doing like very meaningless, not meaningless, but very menial stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it'll be okay. Like, I kind of felt guilty, but I told myself like, it'll be okay. Like I'll work harder later on in the week or like next week. But do you guys feel like you have to be productive every day? Like you have that Sally, burden. I have thoughts on this. <laughs> I have so many thoughts on this because I guess I've talked to my other friends mm-hmm. about this, but, and I think I've mentioned it here, but I feel like Microsoft Teams is actually so toxic to like, <laughs> to your work environment because just that little like indicator of if you're online busy or like available or whatever that that little thing rules my work life to be honest it's yellow you have to like change it yes i i literally think about like oh man it's turned yellow it's been yellow for a while i can't i have to like get back to my desk and like click a button like it really like it's funny how it dictates my uh, productivity but also not funny because like no one else, I think is like everyone, especially at home, has off time. And my boss, I was actually talking to her to her about this because it's like talking about how I'm feeling like everyone always logs in before me and they like stay on later than me. And she was like, Yeah, that's the case. But also, you know, when you're in a work environment, like in the office, you're spending a lot of time just talking to people mm-hmm. and like walking place to place, going to the bathroom, getting like water. Like yeah. You're not spending your entire time sitting at a desk at work, so you shouldn't be doing that at home either. But it's just like the fact that it's at my home and then the fact that there's Microsoft Teams reminding me that I've been inactive for two minutes like that (laughs) just like makes me feel like I do have to be on all the time. And like today, I took a 15 minute nap, but I was like, I couldn't. I know. I thought that was kind of long and then I couldn't relax because I was like, what if I hear like that look ping or something like that? Yeah. Whenever like, you take a that break. He- that's not healthy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whenever I'm away from a computer, um, like not including what I'm doing lab stuff, I guess, but when I'm away and I'm supposed to be doing work, I just feel like so I have this like nagging feeling that like, what if someone emails me and I have to respond like immediately? Mm-hmm. Like what if I miss it? But like I mean, obviously most of the time when I go back to my computer, nothing happened. Yes. <laughs> but it's just no all one in my has head. emailed you. Yeah. <laughs> You have it on your phone? Like no, I, I think that's too much. That's like overstepping. Because <laughs> then I'll get the. I have Teams on my phone. I cannot do that. I have yeah. Teams on my phone, so if I go to like an errand, I can like still keep it green. Be active, um, yeah, yeah. But I used to have Outlook because Linda, I saw that you had Outlook, or we talked about it or something. So I was like, oh, maybe I should put Outlook on my phone. That was a poor choice <laughs> poor choice because even at night because these people will email you yes. at like night people like email and if i see night. that email i'm like oh dang should i answer that now or like oh dang or even if i don't answer it it's still like in my mind that like mm-hmm. in the morning i'm going to have to answer it and so yeah. it became really like not great yeah so i'd rather I just not know shit. <laughs> yeah yeah i still do the thing though like on sunday nights I'll open up Teams and like look at my upcoming meetings mm-hmm. to like prepare myself to like mentally be like, okay, you have three meetings on Monday. Like, <laughs> like so it's not a surprise, which I think is good for me, but like it's not good to see all those emails that have collected over the weekend. Mm. Also, do you remember what people are wearing? Because I feel like sometimes <laughs> I alternate what I'm wearing so people can know that I have different clothes or something, but 
Also, oh. I forget. I just wear the same sweater for all my meetings. You know how you guys used to, but also still kind of made fun of me for wearing like the same cardigan or whatever, <laughs> the same In high sweater? school. <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, my job gave us all like uh, sweaters, I guess, for Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. My boss has gotten to know me because that's literally all I wear. And I'm always wearing the zip up. And then um, mostly because I just don't want to change out of my pajamas. So mm-hmm. I just put the zip up on and it has the logo. So it looks like official or whatever. And then like every time we have our one-on-one meetings and I'm wearing it, she's like, that zip up's really cozy, isn't it, Meg? <laughs> it's her head like, that you yes. can't wash your clothes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Look, I have a washing machine. I wash it. I just, just put it back on. But yeah, I don't think that hard about it, to be honest. Because I feel like I people do don't. notice if some people dress up and I'm not dressed mm-hmm. up. That makes me feel kind of weird. But I don't care. Yeah. I feel like people much. don't really care. Like they they're so self-focused that they don't care about what other people wear. All they're all the like time. looking at themselves. Yeah. The, and like in yeah. the zoom window. <laughs> we we yeah. Wait, I saw I saw a tweet that was like me looking at myself, checking myself out during the Zoom meeting. <laughs> That's actually me. Actually not really so checking true. myself out, but just like just making, making sure, sure nothing can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or sometimes when I don't want to make small talk, I'll like look off, like as if I'm looking at my emails, but I'm just looking off, <laughs> <laughs> off screen because I don't want to like have to make any small talk. Mm. But I don't know, Linda. How was your um? I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about this on the podcast, but you do have an interview tomorrow. So I guess I brought it up. Yeah. So things are happening concurrently. So I have an interview for this other random job that I found. I wasn't really looking, but it just came up because someone I follow works there and they're like a super cool reporter. So wouldn't it be weird if like I went to work with them and then I like could, was acting weird? I don't know. But anyways... <laughs> Um, I did talk to my boss after Ming gave me some advice about how I shouldn't be doing social media so much if it's mm-hmm. like not my job job. Mm-hmm. And all my like my what they hired me for is going to someone else because we got a new member. So Ooh. I was like, like, what is my job? You know, so what am I doing? Be doing social media? Yeah, so they're gonna do an evaluation. Apparently, HR has to look at my job description and compare it to like the industry standard of what program associates should generally be doing. Mm. And they might change some stuff. Um, but I was like super nervous to have this conversation. But my boss reacted pretty well. And then she like wrote it all up for me like really nicely. <laughs> like what my job might be and things like that. So I was like, I feel bad that she spends so much time on my stuff. But I guess it's what she's supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. And my other coworker was like gassing me up and saying like, <laughs> wow, you can really move up, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just, like, staying for the people more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I feel like yeah. it's so rare to have a team who really likes you and mm-hmm. who thinks you're, like, a valuable member, kind of. Mm-hmm. And to, like, prove yourself all over again at a new company is, like... So hopefully they give me some sort of, like, concrete... um, Not rise in the ranks, but, like, some formal acknowledgement that I'll be doing something different and... If they do, at least it will look better for my resume in the future, right. you know, so like the mm-hmm. things match up because now I'm just doing like random stuff. And I think I freaked my boss out by saying like, 
my days are so random she's like what about it is random like <laughs> and I said I expressed that I want to be thematically consistent and she's like I know what you're talking about so uh, does she <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's good at least that's a good sign that she like took it seriously mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. is making action towards like fixing that because I think that's a good sign of like um a trustworthy boss someone you can rely on uh but I guess this goes back to like uh, Sally's kind of topic about like saying no and things like that. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but maybe Linda, like the issue that I've been having recently is kind of in the same vein of where like my boss keeps it all within the same realm of marketing. But she like keeps asking me like, oh, do you want to like be looped into this project? Or I think this would be really great for you to like expand your skill set. And like, how can I argue with that when she's like, expand your skill set, like something to add to your resume? Yeah. Like, of course, I want to be more skilled so why would I say no but it's just like more projects that are not exactly exactly what I signed up for but also I do want to learn but also I don't want to like get so overwhelmed so like finding that balance mm, yeah you're a victim really of tricky. your own success so people <laughs> oh. keep keep oh. jokingly <laughs> telling me and I feel like it's true because my boss made me write a conference proposal on behalf of the whole organization to oh, AAP the American Academy of Pediatrics I was like oh my god <laughs> and I was like I've never done this before and she's like what were you doing in public health um because it's for something like that and I turned in like this weird draft that I like pulled off of like a template from Google like, what, do you, what do you think we got rejected but I feel like it was not bad those templates and like googling like i was talking to my other friends i was like how often do you google in a day and they're like all the time like i wouldn't have my job if i didn't google Mm -hmm. you know salesforce has forums those like saved my life because you would be asking to like talk to people oh Mm. yeah see that's the thing that you also don't learn in college is that like if you don't know it you can just google it honestly even in my job i google all the time and scientists use this website called ResearchGate where it's basically like um what is that website where you ask questions like Yahoo Answers I guess yeah, but Yahoo. for science oh, no they're getting rid of that Yahoo are they yeah no way really that's what I heard it's gonna be gone everyone's like saying like the library of Alexandria is is gonna be gone <laughs> before I knew what Reddit was my Reddit was Yahoo Answers <laughs> Like, I would go there, like, search up anything and then, like, like spend hours reading the replies. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I wanted to quit my very first job at the movie theater. And it had been, like, <laughs> it, it hadn't been that long. It had been, like, six months or whatever. And I looked up, like, quitting your first job. And all the answers were, like, for people who had a corporate, like, post-grad job. But I didn't know that. And so all the answers were super harsh. They're like, you have to stay there at least one year. Like, you can't just drop it. It's on your resume. And here I am, like a little like movie theater worker <laughs> be like, I have to keep it on my resume. <laughs> but yeah, Yahoo Answers would like stress me out, but like also be a really good thrill. Like when you got a really good answer. Mm-hmm. Originally. Did you ever ask questions? Like original questions? I, I asked one question about, uh, this was when I was younger and it's been had been before I went to like I guess I still haven't gone to a, a gynecologist but before <laughs> I was going to like a doctor and I was like is it rude to ask um like because my pediatric center was like had multiple doctors so it was like is it rude to ask for a, a woman doctor and that was just my question like as a young girl like I'm a little nervous like can I ask for a woman is that insulting mm-hmm. 
And I, I guess the the replies were, were from like men or like incels or something because they were like, <laughs> oh no, yes, that's like such a trashy thing for you to do. Like they're here to do their job. Like, you know, they don't care what's between your legs. And like, wow. And then after that, I was like, oh my god, I insulted them by asking for a woman doctor. <laughs> so yeah, all these examples are like really bad examples of how Yahoo has helped me. But I swear, there's been some good ones. But that's the only one like I asked like myself mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing one that scared me a lot. It was like, "Can you get pregnant through your skin?" What and the heck? I was like, "Oh my god, that <laughs> like, you get pregnant through your skin?" I mean, the answers were like, "No, bitch, you can't get pregnant through your skin." But like, just the fact that someone <laughs> asked about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been some like, um, I guess more like sexual stuff too that I would look up just like as a new person, like. How do I kiss someone without tongue? <laughs> oh, that like Wicked How article that like everyone read about like how to kiss or yeah. something. I love those articles because I just like the illustrations. Yeah, honestly, like someone the took time part. to like illustrate this. Yeah, <laughs> I want but that now, as my like, job. Do you guys still look up questions? I guess or um, because I go to Reddit now for basically everything. I don't really I feel like use you can find Reddit anything on Reddit. I I use it if it comes up as a Google search result, but I think Google is my my first point of contact. Go to come to Reddit. Yes, yeah. Reddit is for people who want to know the truth. Oh oh! <laughs> I like Reddit because it has the voting system, so you can like upvote and True. downvote like good replies. Um, and I'm in one subreddit that's called um Out of the Loop. And I use it a lot because it's like when anything's happening on the internet that I don't know what's happening or understand a meme or something, it's like talked about. That's the whole point of the the, the um, subreddit is like you can ask what's going on and like people will explain it to you. And they, they're they very factual, actually. Really? So sometimes if I'm like trying to understand this one meme or like I keep seeing it online, like the Little Nas X thing with his music video. And like, Did you say I saw Little the Nas X? <laughs> Wait, is that his name? Isn't it Lil Nas X? Say How do you Lil. say it? You said little. Okay. Lil. Okay. L-I-L. Lil <laughs> Nas X. And his shoe thing with like the human blood. That's what I, I like. I had no idea yeah, what that well, was. I'm so. out of the loop. So I guess I need to join that subreddit. Yeah, you should join the subreddit. Ask them what touch grass means. Ooh, that's a good one. Maybe we could ask our list. We should create our own like listener like curated answers i don't know if anyone would answer but oh Oh. (laughs) okay anyways (laughs) shall we pivot to one last thing i wanted to ask you all and since it's getting spring and now that we're like um halfway vaccinated and sally's fully vaccinated are there any things you're looking forward to most after i don't know the phrase after like things go back to normal is not correct, but you know, like after we're all vaccinated and mm-hmm. et cetera, yeah. et cetera. I feel like anything you're looking forward to. Yeah, I feel like after we're all vaccinated, it's a hot term nowadays. <laughs> like mm-hmm. after all vaccinated, let's do the blah, blah blah. But um I guess like traveling in general is what I'm most excited about because I just haven't gone outside of Okay, I went to New York uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. But besides that, <laughs> I haven't gone out of Maryland in like over a year, which is crazy. Like I usually 
Sally's a worldwide I mean, girl. <laughs> a world I won't say that myself. But, oh my, oh my <laughs> but yeah, it is. Any hmm? place on your radar? Um, like that? Nothing like you know for myself, but we do have a. My cousin's getting married coming up soon. Oh. I think in October. He's going to have multiple weddings. I already told you guys, but one of oh, them's yeah, going to yeah. be in Hawaii and in oh. already like. Okay, it was a whole thing with my family trying to get their approval for everyone to go to this wedding because my sister has, she starts college that semester and she would have to skip because if we're going to go to Hawaii, we're not just going to go for the wedding weekend and like leave because it takes like several, I think like six hours to fly there or something like that. So we might as well stay for a whole week. But if my sister's in, <laughs> of course, if she's a freshman in school, it's kind of bad to skip a whole week of just classes. Leave her. But she can't like, I mean, she would be really mad if we left her for Hawaii for a whole <laughs> week. So I had to help her convince my parents to let her go on this trip. And I'll be like, so she's skipping class yeah. for Hawaii? I was like, I'll help her learn all her stuff. I'll make sure she's not behind on her classes. I mean, I guess that's true. It's not like the same situation as if you were like in high school mm-hmm. missing like a week of class. Like if you yeah. miss... Especially gen eds. And I'm Nobody pretty cares. optimistic that even when things like, quote unquote, get back to normal, especially in schools, there's probably still going to be like an online version of things or there's going to be more yeah. accessible online options. So hopefully. Yeah. Wow. Hawaii. I wish I could say that was on my list <laughs> of places to go. We should go to the beach at least. Oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. for the summer. Yeah, don't we always talk every summer? Oh we're gosh. like, this is the summer we're going to the beach together. Okay. We're going to have a beach trip. I think it was like two, we never two summers go. ago. I had this whole plan. I was like, I even picked a day. I was like, we're going to the beach. And you guys played like the day before. And then I was still going to go to the beach with my ex. I vaguely remember that. I think it was... Wait, why did we flake though? I don't know. Maybe because we were just thinking to do like a one day trip and it was a lot of driving. I do know that I didn't want to third wheel you. So maybe Linda flaked first and then um, it was just me. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to join this couple. That makes sense. But then my ex flaked on me too. So I was so mad that day because I was like ready to go to the beach, get those nachos he was talking about. And then he was like, I don't want to go anymore. And I was like. Huh? You should have been like fine bitch. I'll go by myself. I had all the beach chairs in the back of my car already. Oh, <laughs> I was so ready to go. And then. You had to like slowly pull them out. No, they were at my car oh, like for like a whole month afterwards, just in case we had the oh. chance to go again. Oh. But we didn't. So then we're just really like, getting angry every time you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> you should have been like, oh, he drops. Like, you guys are back on. <laughs> Wait, yeah. That would have oh. been your like sales pitch. Well, I didn't know you guys dropped because of, we didn't want a third wheel. So well, I don't I don't remember. I don't remember. Because if Linda was going, like, I don't mind going with Linda. Like, we did that before with the aquarium. Do you remember that? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a that picture of like walking behind you and your ex, and like we were just taking photos <laughs> of you guys. Did you notice those? We were like, <laughs> I feel like I probably <laughs> noticed at the time, but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still have that photo if you want it. <laughs> but um, yeah. What are you looking forward to, Linda? Mm, I don't know because everything still feels like kind of illegal. <laughs> like mm-hmm. to go somewhere and things like that i would say like going outside still feels like pretty nice and i'm hoping ming can take me climbing oh, because i do want to go climbing make a comeback 
You want to go climbing? You know, our good friends, uh, Nick and Carlos, like to go climbing, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Actually, Carlos was talking about bouldering maybe when it gets warmer, so. If y'all want to come with me on this journey all the way up to Damascus. Well, actually, Damascus is closer to me and Frederick than... Oh, that's true. That's true. But will it be Frederick? Yeah, just doing a contract. Yeah. When do you think, Linda, you'll feel like it's less illegal to, like, do stuff? Like, you personally, when do, when would you feel comfortable? I don't know. I guess it depends on what people around me are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because not, like, peer pressure, but, like, making norms, I guess. Because I feel like the people I'm close to have, like, pretty cautious norms. So it's not like they were already, like, partying or doing whatever. So if they started, like, doing things, I'll say, oh, if, like, the super cautious people think it's okay, then it's probably mm. going to be okay. Yeah. Because I feel like people mm. are still, like, not getting the vaccine mm-hmm. because, like, mm. you can't, like, force everybody to get it. So I don't know when they're going to come up with, like, herd immunity either, if that's, like, something you can measure. Well, I think for influenza, like, I don't know what the threshold is, but for influenza, we needed, like, around... I want to say like 70% vaccination for herd immunity. I think I heard that. So I don't know what yeah. it is for COVID, but I would say probably like I wouldn't feel safe like unmasking. Even after this, I wouldn't really feel safe unmasking in public. But I think like 90 and above percent immunization would be like ideal. <laughs> Which I mean, 100% would even be more ideal. But yeah, yeah. But you know, there's anti-vaxxers out there. Yeah. So. I... I can speak from experience. I have people in my family who don't want to get the vaccine. And I'm we're using my grandma as a bait. <laughs> we're being like, you can't visit grandma until you get vaccinated. What is their reason? Which we thought would work. But it's it's like the same reason you hear where they're just like, they don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Especially with the J&J. Um, the you blood know, clotting. Pause and stuff like that. Which when you look at it is not. I don't think it was only like think it's, it's, a few yeah, cases out of six people yeah. or something like that four or six people yeah. but yeah it's like that fear like I think just like not having the understanding of how a vaccine works mm-hmm. and then the quick turnaround is like scary to people mm-hmm. and yeah that's what my well, and a lot of it you should like, forward them our episode about the vax vax <laughs> I that is something I need to work on talking to my family members who are against it because I'm just like and let them not be vaccinated which is not great for like the mm-hmm. community but it's, it's like if you don't want to get vaccinated then i don't want to talk to you <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's really not the best way to go about things but yeah mm-hmm. i, I yeah. under i don't ever see us giving it to 100 percent. i guess i agree I'm trying to say. yeah but even besides vaccination i think people are so like there's definitely varying levels even in maryland um about like people's cautiousness i guess like some people are just still going around with no masks and i've heard stories from like just like people around my pottery studio not like my class specifically but like the teachers and like um the owner so she said she's the owner of the shop she also sees customers so like stories about like just random people coming in like without a mask or pulling down their mask when they want to talk like, <laughs> yeah oh. And then even on base in my Fort Detrick base, like which is a military base where you would think like everyone's being cautious. Um, when I go to like the 
the shop like a it's like a shop where you get like custom tools or whatever made so these people are just working in a Mm -hmm. workshop all day so all the people there if there aren't like outsiders coming in all the people there don't wear masks it's just just like it's just mask free (laughs) face exposed yeah it's just very different between different people Well, but yeah, Ming, what are you looking I'm forward looking to? Forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to eating in a restaurant with like a group of friends, preferably Korean barbecue, Ooh. and just having that environment, you know, that that feeling of, I think it's really a feeling of like reassurance or like as when I got my first shot, that's exactly how I felt like right after. It was like a sigh of relief. I, even if it was only like the first shot, it still felt like that relief. But being able to like be with friends in that kind of crowded environment and then not mm. even think about it like it's not even a thought that's what i'm looking forward to most that'll probably take a long time to happen but you know i remember just like going like the biggest thing we were thinking about was like how are we gonna like fit all these people in at korean barbecue or how are we gonna <laughs> know what to talk about mm-hmm. like keep the conversation oh, going and like yeah. that was our concerns at the time and it's just i miss that kind of like fretting about social True. things when all right when we we're, we're literally all just vaccinated time of our life we're gonna try to get as many people yeah. as we can possibly fit into the korean barbecue place all in one place yeah because i know we joke about like oh like we've been alone for a year like how are we going to interact with social mm-hmm. like social environments but i kind of want that i kind of want that like Ooh, like how do I talk to this person or <laughs> it's like um, good stress kind of yeah 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 it's like not stressing about your life it's stressing about like interacting with friends yeah so mm-hmm. one day sounds fun hopefully soon but you know. like the human invite list <laughs> yeah <laughs> like when be? we used to create those like Facebook like events or whatever oh my like gosh. Our birthday. <laughs> make an event right now <laughs> for the future yeah. like a year from now <laughs> yeah I don't know Maybe the first step is just like going outside, bouldering together, and then eventually mm-hmm. like working up to that. And I mean, after bouldering, but, yeah. I'm feeling if I'm feeling a little tired, some Korean barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a bunch of meat. Some meat. Yes. <laughs> If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod and check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.